Welcome to the March episode of the Current Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Quentin Shepard, with Gloucester's Community Engagement and Public Information Department. Today, we're honored to be joined by Katie Legg, Director of Gloucester Parks, Recreation and Tourism. And she's got some exciting news to share with us about the upcoming Daffodil Festival after quite a a long break from a regular festival. Uh, we're, we're back to a, a full-scale festival this year. So what are your thoughts on that, Katie? And thank you for joining us today. Hi, Quentin. Thanks for having me. Um, well, to say we're excited doesn't probably encapsulate it totally. Um, you know, 2019 was an amazing festival. The weather cooperated, um, which is pretty much the best that we can ask for. And we immediately went into planning 2020, um, you know, and I think as, as the world now remembers, uh, it was uh, two, three weeks before the 2020 Daffodil Festival when pretty much the world shut down uh, due to COVID. And it was, it was tough. Uh, we plan all year long for this community event and, and it was tough to have to cancel. Um, but we turned it into a totally virtual festival uh, with just a couple of weeks planning. Um, and I'm really proud of our staff that, that managed to pull that off. Um, and we said, you know what, it's fine. We're gonna look towards 2021 and uh, we'll be back in, in full swing then. And uh, COVID didn't agree. <laughs> so uh, we, we planned a modified uh, daffodil festival. We called it our little gem of a festival, which is named after a miniature daffodil. And we at least were able to hold a vendor event uh, that weekend. It wasn't the full scale. Uh, you know, there were still a lot of restrictions in place with how many folks you could have in a space. Um, but it, it was something, and I feel like the community was really appreciative of, of having an event of, of some type. And, um, you know, we never want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but we said, at least we're moving in the right direction. And 2022, we're, we're coming back. Um, and thankfully, we are definitely coming back with a full scale, no restrictions daffodil festival. Um, we are so excited to have this. The music, the food, the vendors, the kids games, all of it. Um, it will all be back on Main Street, April 2nd and 3rd. Well, that's great. And if the Christmas and holiday parade back in December was any testament to how excited the public is to, to get back to, you know, these, these festivals and events, uh, that was so well attended. So yeah. yeah, we were really excited to have that back as well. You know, in, in, in 2020, that Christmas parade, uh, we did a, a shoebox virtual mm -hmm. edition, which again, was just something we had to do because of the times, but it was so well received. Um, but that sort of creativity is well received once or twice. <laughs> and, then, and then after that, folks really want you know, they want normal to come back and, uh, you know, things may never be quote unquote normal again, or mm -hmm. thinking normal used to be, um, but we're going to get pretty daggone close. That's so great. We're excited. Absolutely. Um, so tell us a little bit about this, this festival. Uh, it's the 36th annual festival, I believe. And you're focusing on history this time, the history of the festival. So Tell us a little bit about why you chose that um, 
topic to, to feature this year and tell us a little bit about some of the special things that you're doing to honor the, the history of the festival. Sure. Well, you know, part of it, uh, we always want to honor the history of the festival and also the, the history of the daffodil industry. Um, we try to honor that every year in some shape or fashion. Um, but coming back off of two years of, a, of essentially non-festival years, um, it was really important for us to focus on the history and why we do what we do um, and how important the daffodil industry is to Gloucester County um, years and years ago, but also now. And um, so our theme in full bloom um, really celebrates the history of daffodils and the festival. Um, you know, 36 years of daffodil festivals that's a huge thing. And the, you know, I've been with the county for 16 years and I've seen the Daffodil Festival change substantially since then and how it's changed since the beginning and, and through now is, is just really important for telling the story of Gloucester County. Um, you know, part of what our department does in, in the grander scheme of things is talk about history. You know, we manage the court circle buildings and, and the museum of history. So history is important to us anyway. And to be able to share that through community events is, is really important. Uh, Debbie Wesolowski, our Daffodil Festival coordinator, she's been doing a lot of research and uh, was, was looking into getting um, descendants here from the very first Daffodil Festival in the 30s, I believe. Um, and, and I'll be honest, I'm not quite sure where she left was left with that, but the research that she did was just so fascinating and how important that event was to the community then and how important it is now. Um, some things don't change over time, which is really nice. Um, so, you know, it is we always like to have a theme because one, I think people expect it and it just kind of gives them an idea of what, what the flavor is going to be. Um, but we just, we really felt like this year there needed to be something that just says we're back and we're celebrating and this is why. And the history of the industry and the festival, what, what better reason? I couldn't agree more. And, and I think it's interesting, too, to mention, you know, you talked about how she was looking back into the history back in, you know, the 30s. So um, if I remember correctly, the festival did have its origins back in the 30s. And then there was like a, you know, several decade long mm -hmm. break from the festival and then it got restarted again. So, you know, that is just a testimony to how important it is to this community. Yeah, and it and it was restarted. It was a citizen-driven committee. It was you know five, ten folks in the committee that I mean in the community that just said we need to go back to celebrating this, mm -hmm. and we couldn't agree more. Um, and from there, it blossomed. Excuse the pun. <laughs> <laughs> um, into this two-day, twenty-five thousand people festival, um, and. It's a pretty awesome thing. It is. And I think one of the, the best images to, to see is, you know, those 25,000 people after that parade ends, yeah. heading back up, up Main Street to, to where all the rest of the excitement is. It, it 
reminds you almost of uh, a New York City street. Um, having been in New York City <laughs> around Christmas time, you're, it, it is pretty close. Um, it, people think they know um, how popular the Daffodil Festival is and how many people come. But we do have a few of those pictures taken a little bit from above mm-hmm. um, that just as soon as that parade en- uh, ends, that wall of people just coming up towards the court circle, that makes us know one, that it's appreciated, and two, that this is going to be the best festival yet. And <laughs> we say it every year. So That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And and you all have endured all different kinds of weather. You've endured rain, snow, wind, everything. And, um, you know, COVID brought the whole thing down, uh, you know, that year. But uh, we're going to keep our fingers crossed this year for, for some right. good weather. Y'all deserve it. I order good weather every year. Um, Sometimes that order gets lost in the mail, (laughs) Uh, you know, but part of planning an event uh, is being flexible and, uh, you know, and an outdoor event at that and that time of year, we just know that we have to be prepared for the not so nice weather. And, you know, we've had sunshine and 40 degrees mm-hmm. and that's cold it <laughs> when <is>. you're outside <laughs> two and a half days basically um uh, you know we haven't had to cancel but a few times and of course covid was one um and i will never forget uh this is probably 15 years ago now um the snow and ice mm. and that was just not something that we had had to deal with no. yet. um but safety is going to win. Sure. Uh, um, sure. But, you know, yes, we are definitely hoping for beautiful weather. And um, we've had some of those really nice warm days lately. And so people start to panic because they see daffodils blooming. <laughs> um, and that's okay. because yes. the, the daffodils will bloom over a six to eight week period. We will still have plenty of daffodil blooms uh, come April 2nd and 3rd. Um, there will still be tours at Brent and Becky's. Uh, so people can drive directly there. We will not have the shuttle from the festival area to Brent and Becky's. Okay. Uh, if people want to do that, they drive straight there. Okay. And and the Master Gardeners will still be set up to help lead those tours for folks. Um, we will still have the shuttles from the high school. Anybody who's ever been to Main Street knows that one thing that is a challenge is parking. Sure. Um, so we like to take the guesswork out of that for folks. And we will have school bus shuttles from Gloucester High School to Main Street. Um, the cost for that is $5 a person. Um, the Daffodil Show has moved locations. Uh, they were at Body Tot Elementary for a couple of years, right at the, at the tail end of the festival area. Um, but as a testament to their success, they've outgrown their space. Wow. Um, so they've moved down the street just a little bit further to Newington. Okay. Um, so there will be any of the shuttles that, that leave from Main Street to go to the high school. One of those shuttles will go by Newington. So folks who want to see the, the Daffodil Show still have that opportunity without having to walk down there. Right. Uh, so we're, we're really excited about that. They will be the mid-Atlantic show for 2022. 
Um, it was supposed to be in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> um, and thankfully, they they allowed Gloucester to host that again. So we we are hoping for the biggest daffodil show in the country. Uh, the one that we held in 2019, I think, was maybe the second largest. Um, so we're we're getting there. We are becoming the show. To That's show. great. Anything new or different this year um, as far as the festival's concerned that you can talk to us about? It should be the same festival that everyone knows and loves. Um, and um, it should be a really, really good time. I know we've all missed that good festival food, too. Yeah. <laughs> Me, too. Me yes. too. Um, Tell us a little bit about, I know we've got a few important deadlines coming up as far as, you know, things uh, that people can enter into regarding the festival. Do you mind going over those briefly? Sure. Uh, so a couple of applications are still open and will be open until March 7th. Um, so applications for the Daffodil Queen Little Miss Daffodil and the scholarship application. Uh, so the Daffodil Queen is open to young ladies age 16 to 19, still in high school. Um, Little Miss is open to ages six to 10 and the scholarship application is open to graduating seniors. Um, and that application is actually, it's really good. This is one that you can't find in that, um, that high school database where you just enter once and it goes everywhere. Um, this is a $1,000 four-year renewable scholarship. So okay. it would be $1,000 for four years um, to college, trade school. Um, it's, it's a really good opportunity. Um, the, there might also be um, a few spaces left for vendors. The first, the first deadline passed. Um, it, at the beginning of February, um, but we do take late uh, registrations or applications. Um, there is a late fee tacked onto that, but it's worth going to the website to check out. Um, the Daffodil Festival website is daffodilfestivalva.org. That's right. And all the information that we talked about on here will be there. And I will be sure that that information goes in the description of the podcast as well. So you can click to it fairly easy. Um, well, you know, and I can't say enough, you know, for the Parks and Rec staff, uh, how much work goes into putting this on. And, you know, uh, Katie said before, it's a year-long effort. As soon as one festival is over the next day, it's time to start thinking about the next one. So, um, you know, just tell us just a little bit about the ins and outs of what really it takes to put on such a large event. Sure. Um, well, it's all hands on deck. Um, and when I say planning goes year round, I mean it. Uh, during any festival weekend, we are already planning for the next one. Um, several of us, just as we're monitoring the festival grounds, we take notes of things that we want to change or turn back to how it used to be or whatever. Um, so that never stops. Uh, usually the week leading up to the festival, it's pretty close to every Parks, Rec, and Tourism employee <laughs> doing some sort of setup. And I can't say enough awesome things about our park operations crew. Um, 
they are a small team, but they are mighty. And, um, you know, anyone who has ever seen our guys out there setting up tents, tables, chairs, stages, um, they are amazing. They are. And we're, we're really lucky to have the help of the Gloucester Sheriff's Office, um, their road work crew. Um, we have way too many volunteers to count mm-hmm. um, that really help get us through the weekend. Um, it is it is quite an undertaking um, to put on a festival this large, and uh, you know our staff and our volunteers. Uh, well, without them, it just wouldn't happen. Um, so it's they're they're really great. And if if you are at the festival and you see any of them, whether they're in a bright yellow vest or not, or if you even think they look like staff or a volunteer, they probably are. So please thank them. Um, because uh, they they really just are the best and they make this happen. And if anybody ever needs a large festival, um, you know, orchestrated, y'all are for hire, right? <laughs> oh, uh, <man>. No. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, need, we need a long rest. Yes, you do. That. You do, absolutely. Well, Katie, thank you so much for joining us today. Anything that we didn't cover that you'd like to mention? No, you know, I just, I hope that we see everybody. Um, We are just as excited as everyone else about this being back. And um, we hope they come out at some point that weekend um, and, and just have a great time and remember what it is to be part of the Gloucester community. Absolutely. An important thing to keep in mind for sure. Well, thank you again. We'll, we'll be rooting for good weather and we hope to see everybody there on April 2nd and 3rd.